Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. It's the post-trade deadline edition of Flyers Daily. And welcome to Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. This is your Tuesday game day edition as the Flyers will take on the San Jose Sharks. It's also your post trade deadline edition of Flyers Daily. Flyers make a couple of moves. We're going to preview the game tonight, take a look at the standings, but let's take a look at trade deadline day around the NHL. Of course, it's one of those days where a lot of fan bases have a ton of hope and desire for their team to land some big fish at the trade deadline. Now, trade deadline, as I've said on the show, I'm not a huge fan of it. And the reason why is pretty simple, because the inflated asking price for players is uh, a little crazy for me. And a lot of times I don't feel like you can substantially build your team on trade deadline day. I think that's what some people are looking for sometimes is their team to build their team. The time to do that is in the offseason at the NHL draft or free agency or in the offseason to make quote-unquote hockey trades. The time of year to maybe spice up your team a little bit is at the trade deadline. I think the Flyers did that. I know there were some decent names out there like J.G. Pajot, who ends up with the Islanders and extending us on a six-year contract. Chris Kreider's name was out there. He ended up re-signing with the Rangers for seven years. And they were probably the two biggest names out there. And it really wasn't a class of rentals this year that was very good or very deep. There were some guys that were decent fits for some teams, but is Patrick Marlowe going to be someone who puts the Penguins over the top? The The acquisition of Jason Zucker for the Penguins a couple weeks ago will help more, but that was a hockey trade. He has term left on his deal beyond this year. It is what the Washington Capitals did something that's going to put them over the top with Ilya Kovalchuk? Certainly, I don't think so. I think he actually... I think he hurts them more than he helps them, to be honest with you. Um, although I do like the Brandon Dillon trade. They got a lot tougher with that, and you saw Dillon uh, basically beat the snot out of Evgeny Malkin when they played the Penguins on Sunday. Uh, you look at some of these trades, and you wonder, how are these going to affect their teams? Are they going to make them substantially better? Time's going to tell. As we get down the stretch here, teams position themselves for the playoffs, and then obviously what these players can do for their teams in the playoffs will ultimately be the determining factor. But the two players that the Flyers grab first, uh, they grab Derek Grant, who plays, uh, played for excuse me, uh, the Anaheim Ducks. He's been in the league for a while. He's 29 years old. He's played for the Ducks, the Penguins, uh, Buffalo, Nashville, um, Calgary, and Ottawa in the NHL. He's got 257 games this year uh, and a, a really kind of a limited role He's got uh, 14 goals and six assists. And the thing that made him attractive to Chuck Fletcher after speaking with him yesterday was that Derek Grant can play all three positions offensively, center both wings. So he's a guy that's got tremendous versatility. He can kill penalties. He's great on faceoffs. So he's a guy that the Flyers wanted to target to give them more depth and more versatility and more experience, frankly, um, for the end-of-season push and certainly if they get into the playoffs, somebody that can help them overall. He was drafted back in 2008. He was the 28th pick in the fourth round and 119th overall. And uh, he's got limited playoff experience, not a tremendous amount, but he's a guy that can help this Flyers team immediately. And because he's not playing a high profile role it's easier for those type of players to come in and give the flyers more minutes and relieve some roles of 
players that they want to open up offensively, which leads us to Nate Thompson. The last team he was with is the Montreal Canadiens. He's been all over the NHL. He's a 35-year-old player, an Anchorage, Alaska boy who was drafted all the way back in the 2003 NHL draft. He's played 760 games in the NHL. Now, he's not a goal scorer, but he's a guy that can play on your fourth line, can kill penalties, and the big thing there is that he can kill penalties and relieve Claude Giroux of that duty. What the Flyers have done by moving Drew out of the middle, even though Nolan Patrick was not back, moving Nolan Patrick out or moving Claude Drew out of the middle and then getting him off the PK will save his minutes for more offensive type situations in games. So you add Derek Grant, you add Nate Thompson, you two veteran guys, and you didn't give up anything off your NHL roster. You also had to had to make a move and send Connor Bunneman and Joel Farabee to the Phantoms. Joel Farabee's long-term development is what the Flyers are looking at here. They'd like to get him more minutes in the AHL, uh, more time to be able to dominate and play first-line minutes, first power play, and develop him that way. It seemed to me, and, and what they were saying today, both Chuck Fletcher and Elaine Vigneault, that they do expect to see Joel Farabee again this year. He very well could be called up at some point and get back on the Flyers roster this season, but he will go down to the AHL Phantoms. That was not a paper transaction to make him eligible for the AHL playoffs. Uh, Chuck Fletcher was asked that, and it is not a paper transaction. So uh, Joel Farabee has been sent down to the Phantoms, and we'll see how he performs down there. I suspect he's going to perform very well. Now, only one game in the NHL on Monday night on deadline day, and it just so happens to be a team that the Flyers are battling with here in the Eastern Conference, and they get an overtime win, and that will be the Columbus Blue Jackets. They end their losing streak finally. They, go, they have a, the game against the Sens. It takes overtime for them to end that eight-game losing streak, and they pick up the two points. So what's the fallout in the stand? That is the question. Where does it sit right now, now that the deadline is in the rearview mirror? Well, the two teams at the top of the division in the Metro, Washington at the top by way of that victory, a 5-3 win in Pittsburgh on Sunday with 82 points, the Penguins with 80 points, and the Flyers three points back of the Pens in the second spot with 77 points. Holding down wild card number one right now is the Islanders and uh, what they added, the J.G. Pajot addition. It sounded like they were trying to add Zach Parisi, but they just didn't get the deal done by the deadline. I can't imagine why they wanted to add Zach Parisi, considering he's got five years left on his contract at 35 years old at $7.5 million. I, I didn't understand that. That might be a better thing for the Islanders that that deal didn't get done. And then Islanders with wild card number one and wild card number two is now held by the Columbus Blue Jackets. And on the outside looking in with 74 points is the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Rangers and Florida Panthers, each with 70 points. So that's where it stands. you got the final push now. The Flyers have 20 games left in the 2019-20 season, a push to the playoffs. They are by no means a guarantee to make it. They have to continue to play well, and they have a game tonight coming up against the San Jose Sharks. San Jose beat the Flyers earlier this season 6-1. to one. San Jose is a team that is reeling big time. They are 26-32-4 on the season. They're almost at the bottom of the standings. They're 4-6 in their last 10. They've lost four straight. Their goal differential is minus 44. This is a team the Flyers need to beat. This is a game they need to get the two points from. And then coming up on Friday, they'll get the Rangers as the third game of three games in four nights. And the Rangers' crazy situation with them here on deadline day. It looked like Kreider was going to be traded all along. And then, boom, he gets signed to a seven-year extension. But there was a, a car accident. 
uh, last night for when Pavel Bushnevich and the Igor Shostorkin, the goaltender that's been so hot for the Rangers in that car. Uh, Bushnevich banged up a little bit, but okay. But Shostorkin uh, has a, apparently a, a rib problem or a rib issue or cracked rib. It's not displaced, but he's going to be out a couple of weeks. We'll see how that affects the New York Rangers as well. So crazy times as the deadline has come and gone, and we'll see what it means for the Philadelphia Flyers. The Let's take a quick look at the, the schedule for the Flyers beyond just this week. As I mentioned, they get the San Jose Sharks coming up tonight. Then on Friday, they'll start that home-and-home home with the New York Rangers. It begins at home Friday night at 7, a rare Friday night game in Philadelphia. I love that. Uh, 7 o'clock on a Friday. Playoff pushes on. That's going to be a lot of fun. New York in town to boot. And then they'll go to the Garden on Sunday and take on the Rangers at noon. Then next Wednesday, you get the Washington Capitals on the road. And then pretty uh, interesting here on Thursday, March 5th, a back-to-back on Wednesday with the Caps on the road, then back home to take on the Carolina Hurricanes. That'll be a big game. Then on March 7th, the Flyers will get Buffalo and Boston both at home. And then they'll head up on the road to take on Tampa Bay, then come home and have their uh, couple Western Conference divisions our Western Conference teams come to town in Minnesota, Edmonton, and St. Louis, then go to Dallas and Nashville. So you got to run there five games against the Western Conference. Flyers have not been good against the Western Conference, and this will be the last time they leave the time zone for the entire regular season as well. And they'll come back home and take on the New York Islanders for the final week and a half of the regular season. But that's going to put a wrap on Flyers Daily. Make sure you check out Flyers Fix. We had an exclusive interview with Chuck Fletcher on that episode. I I also had the chance to speak with Nate Thompson and Derek Grant. So check that out on all the Flyers Broadcast Network channels as well. And check out all the great interviews and stuff that's being posted there on Flyers Fix and, of course, Flyers Daily and much, much more. And before we get out here, let me also tell you that the race for the playoffs is on. And don't miss every crucial game as the Flyers host the Rangers this Friday and the Canes on March 5th to kick off the home play next month. And shop now for your tickets at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. That is your Tuesday edition of Flyers Daily. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy your hockey.